0: We have an exciting partnership to announce before we get into today's Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt has been asked to join Reads Across America Radio, a 24-7 internet radio station where you can listen to veteran stories 24-7. You can find that on the iHeartRadio app. You can also find it on their website, readsacrossamerica.com. Or, the Scuttlebutt will be featured Friday nights at 9 p.m. and Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. If you don't know anything about Reads Across America, they're an incredible organization, all dedicated to honoring veterans uh, and, and those who uh, gave all in service to our country. Check out The Scuttlebutt on their radio station and all the other programs that they have on their 24-7 radio station, again, on iHeartRadio app or ReadsAcrossAmerica.org. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Scuttlebutt. I'm your host, Sean Hall, Director of Programming with the Veterans Breakfast Club. We're a nonprofit in Western PA whose mission is to create communities of listening around veterans and their stories to connect, educate, heal, and inspire. Today's episode will feature two Marine Corps veterans, one being Julia Ling. She is uh, an accomplished actress, most widely known for her work in primetime television on shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, House, ER, Grey's Anatomy, The O.C., Eight Simple Rules, The Deep End, critically acclaimed Aaron Sorkin series Studio 60 on the Sunset, strip and she played the popular nerd herder Anna Wu on the series Chuck. uh, Also joining us will be Hiram Murray. Uh, He is also an accomplished actor having started his acting uh, career in 1999 in Brooklyn. Uh, He was an NYPD Blue uh, police officer, joined the Marine Corps after 9-11 and then went to the West Coast uh, and is a police officer uh, over um, in LAPD. Really interesting stories today. They both got together and started uh, Veteran Powered Films, whose mission is to empower veterans and service members to create and tell their stories through film. Uh, a lot of veterans uh, will leave the service and sort of lose that community, lose that uh, sense of goals and passion in their life. Uh, if they, if you have a passion for filmmaking, uh, Veteran Powered Films is the way to go. Um, these are films made by mostly veterans for everyone, Uh, not just veterans, but for everyone. Veterans who work on their films do everything from uh, gaffing to sound, uh, writing, um, directing, producing, uh, the whole gamut. They are also in front of the camera, uh, as you can see from their short film, Tango Down. Uh, They also have a new project coming out and a new trailer that just dropped. You can see the link in the description below. Uh, I hope that you come out and support veteran powered films. Uh, They are certainly getting their feet under them and producing really solid excellent work. On today's podcast, you're going to get to hear uh, a lot about their background, why they got into film, and why they're choosing to support other veterans through the art of filmmaking. I'm also very excited for the portion of this podcast where they talk about how Hollywood portrays veterans. A lot of veterans don't agree on how Hollywood portrays veterans, and they are very passionate, both Julia and Hiram, uh, about uh, their portrayal of veterans and really bringing authenticity to that uh, to help bridge military-civilian divide and make that an authentic portrayal of veterans on film. Please like, Share, subscribe, and ring the bell on YouTube so you're the first to know whenever we release new episodes. And please reach out to me, Sean, S H A U N, at veteransbreakfastclub.org with any thoughts, comments, or questions. I'm always excited to hear from you. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. Boy, oh boy, joining me for uh, I think is going to be a really exciting conversation today are Hiram Murray and Julia Ling. Uh, this is all about veteran powered films, which we're going to dive into. Uh, but uh, God, I'm I'm like shaking. I'm so excited to talk with you both about this amazing uh, film company, uh, what your mission is. First, uh, though, I'd love for you to introduce yourselves. Uh, Hiram, if you want to go first.
1: Sure. Hi, my name is Hiram A. Murray. Uh, Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, uh, former NYPD. uh, Because of 9-11, went to the Marine Corps, served in the Marine Corps from 2003 to 2012, got out and was LAPD for a few years and then transitioned into the entertainment industry which I do now as an actor, writer, and producer.
0: Excellent. Welcome to the Scuttlebutt. Julio, welcome as well.
2: Thank you. Uh, my name is Julia Ling. I'm an actress and television and film is primarily what I focus on. Um, I started doing filmmaking by shadowing people on set and then went kind of like the hands-on route, um, and then went back to school at UCLA to study film producing after that. Um, I started my military career in micro-OCS and then I transitioned into the Navy. And um, we started Veteran Powered Films primarily to help our fellow brothers and sisters when they get out of the service so that they can be a part of something fun and exciting um, that's hopefully also inspiring.
0: So talk to me a bit about, uh, let's start with Veteran Powered Films. What is the mission?
2: The mission of Veteran power Films is to help veterans and we do that by hiring and casting veterans. We involve them in everything that we do during the filmmaking process from creating and writing to selling the movies and they can be a part of you know, directing or writing or whatever it is. And then we build a community through it all so that veterans with like-minded ideas and feelings can come together, we can help each other. And um, it's just a feel good, Community where we um, we help veterans through the process and we create professional films in the process.
0: We've talked a lot on the Scuttlebutt about the transition, especially this season, uh, about transitioning out of the military. Um, Hiram, I wonder if you could speak to your transition out of the military and and sort of what that was like. Was it was it a culture shock to come back to society afterwards? And did you have any issues like finding work and sort of you know re finding that community? Um.
1: Not so much for me. Um, I I was always grounded with 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 my family uh, and God and uh, finding work it work actually came to me while I was still on active duty. My last um, my last base was uh, Cherry Point, MCAS Cherry Point, MCAS stands for Marine Corps Air Station, Ch- Cherry Point, North Carolina. And uh, LAPD at the time, um, this was when I left active duty was 2008 before I went reserves. Um, They used to travel around to different military installations and uh, they would, you know, just hire you if you, you know, I had a top secret clearance, I was physically fit. So I was like the perfect candidate. Plus, I already was a police officer before I even went into uh, the Marine Corps. So. It was it was a no brainer. And they offered me a job while I was still on active duty, you know, so once once I got out, just went straight to LAPD. And because of my uh, dreams and aspirations, I, I was I started acting when I was 17, 18, back in New York and. Um, like I said, I went to the military to serve my country. You know, because of nine eleven. You know, it was never with the intent to be a lifer and do twenty years and try to be a general, or anything like that. It was just duty to country. And so I knew that eventually I would go back to my first love, which is the entertainment industry. Yeah. And being that LAPD already came and offered me a job, and Hollywood here is the mecca of all entertainment, it's like, okay, well, it's bringing me here, so I have a job. I don't have to come out and, you know. God forbid struggle. I have a family and wife and kids. And so the job was there and it brought me here. And that's, that was my transition out of the military to a job that was already waiting for me.
0: One small rabbit hole here is how different was LAPD from NYPD?
1: Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, New York the east coast in general is different than the west coast because the east coast is all about family and friends and brotherhood type, whereas the west coast everyone is more business focused and it's all about you know uh just 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 the money and the business and what can you do for me and type you know that type of mind frame so that's that's you know living on both coasts that's the difference yeah. but uh nypd after after 9-11 uh the city treated us like like kings, you know, they loved us, you know, and that was that was the only silver lining of that tragedy. It brought the whole city together, you know. Um, like I said, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Spent my whole life, and I've never seen the city come together until that tragedy, right? So everyone loved us. Well, it's a little different, you know. You, you transition to the police department on the West Coast, who has like a history of like negative stuff with Rodney King and yeah. LA riots and all that other stuff. You know, people hate you just because of the uniform you wear. So it's it, it was it was kind of a cultural shock, you know, going from, you know, being loved to just being hated <laughs> right, right off the bat before you before I even have an interaction with you. You know, yeah, so it, 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 it was that. And then the, another big difference, too, is that in New York, because it's so close, we do footbeats a lot. Right. We walk around because California is so spread out. You know, everyone's just driving everywhere. We don't, we don't get out and walk around. So, you know, that was a cultural shock because I, I, I really liked the uh community policing aspect of of my job, where I get out and know the community. You know, and so it, it was, it, it's a little weird because everything's so spread out. You have to drive everywhere. You can't just like walk to the corner store and say hi and stuff like that.
0: Totally. Oh, that's so. It's so interesting because uh, I've not talked to anybody who's come out and and, and jumped coasts like that. Yeah. Um, you talk about uh, bringing people together, Julia. Obviously, that's sort of part and parcel to what veteran powered films is. Is that creating that re- that community? Um, was that was that always a passion of yours? Was creating community uh, you know through throughout your career?
2: Uh, well, you know what? How it started was um, I was actually going through depression myself. Um, I got injured and um some of the things that i really wanted to do i couldn't continue doing because i was not allowed to do it due to my injury Mm -hmm. and so i started talking to friends that you know were in the service and and that was when i learned that there were a lot of suicides and then we actually lost a couple of buddies to suicide as well Mm -hmm. and so um at the time i started doing (laughs) push-ups it was the 22 push-ups um to raise awareness so i started doing that every day and then I realized that it wasn't actually doing anything um, and we wanted to do more than just push-ups. So um, I sat down with Mike and he's um, you know, one of the, the other founders of Veteran Power Films, and I'm like, what can we do? Um, and we're like, well, why not use filmmaking to, you know, help veterans? Let's try to create projects where we can involve them and they can be a part of the creative say, they can have a voice, they can have a creative outlet to dance and sing and do whatever, and might be therapeutic. So we're like, all right, let's try this. And I had no idea how it would go. We thought it would be like a little YouTube video. It was just like a little pet project of ours, but um, it surprisingly grew across the country. It, it reached veterans from all around the world. And that was when we realized this community amongst veterans is very real and amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And we realized that the kind of bonds that, you know, you have between people who have served, it's its almost instant, even though you've never met that person before, even though most of the people, the casting crew that came to our first set on uh, Tango Down and Hiram was his uh, started in it as well we've never met each other before but it's like as soon as everybody saw each other they're like wow hey what's up and they start teasing each other and it's like you know as if you've known each other your entire life and that's when we realized this community is what's making the difference because we saw that they were inspiring each other with rudy reyes on set and he brought his 50 pound kettlebell and he does his rudy reyes thing <laughs> yeah they were like so there were a couple of veterans who were actually really struggling at the time that they joined our film set, um, but it got them out of their heads, out of the world, and they were like, "Wow, I want to be like that guy," you know, and and so it was really fun to see how this community uh, inspired each other.
0: Uh, it's so interesting because a lot of what we've talked about uh, on The Scuttle definitely is uh, is feeling lost out, out of that transition, coming out and, and not really knowing where the community is at. And I've always been so intrigued by this across the, the breadth of, of the podcast that I, I get to host, and I'm, I'm so lucky to do this and talk with veterans, is that you, as a civilian, sometimes, you know, you think the mindset is like a veteran's sort of this gruff person that, you know, is just like, you know, that's sort of like your image, but you don't really think like, there are lots of veterans who are also artists. They're also writers, um, and and you know the, these are ways uh, for them to use the knowledge that they've gained over the time in their service to come out and and be creative and create something. Uh, can you talk a bit about this? Is all I mean, veteran pounder fields? They're not just in it for the acting. They're not just right behind the camera. They're also writing. They're doing all of these different pieces that are parts of their talent, right?
2: Absolutely. I think that one of the really cool things that came out of it is veterans are showing to civilians who've never served who they really are. And they're no different from the civilians. You know, we might have learned like, you know, a a dirty joke here or there, but like (laughs) we're much fathers, we're daughters, we're sons, we're we're family, you know, we're people. And we do everything. Like Hiram is a police officer. We have artists. I mean, you know, you name it. And so I think a, a huge problem is maybe, I don't know if it's maybe the movies that have been put out over the last many decades. Like there's there's this perception of what veterans are or what military people are. And if that's not necessarily always true, right? And so that creates a disconnect between the civilians and the veterans and especially when the veterans have been in service for a long time this is what they know and that's what they're used to so when they transition out they suddenly feel like they don't fit in with society anymore and maybe the civilians don't understand them so they start to isolate even more and they start getting depressed and it leads to like you know further problems and so um we're hoping that by allowing civilians and Veterans to work together in a professional film environment, make really badass blockbuster type of you know movies, and um, they can they can start seeing each other, they can learn about each other, and we can help close that gap a bit a bit more. I don't know if I answered your question.
0: Totally. No, I, s- I, go ahead.
1: I, yeah, I I just wanted to jump in there. You know, it's it it, 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 it it's it's it, it's two prong. It's a double edged sword. It's I I I pride myself on breaking perceptions. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what, what I love about, about veteran powered films is, is that it breaks perceptions on both sides for the civilians and for the veterans, right? Civilians, like Julia said, they only see us one way, right? You know, we're just these hardened warriors that come back from war and we're all messed up because of what, you know, the entertainment industry puts, puts out there. Right. Right. But we're fathers, we're husbands, we're, we're brothers, you know, we're sons, we're daughters, you know, we, are we, we, we're your neighbors you know we're, we're mm-hmm. yes we have more training and we have more experiences in life but we're, we're we're just the same as you and then for the veterans you know who see someone get out of the military and still thrives can can do a job can go into the entertainment industry and have a successful career and have a family and all of it. like that's that's a myth for them because you know they come out and they're like okay now now what do i do you know i i I came into this industry. I came, you know, into the military right after high school. I didn't go to school or or, or whatever. N- now what, you know? And so when you see other veterans thriving too, you're like, hey, I, I can do it too. There's, there's nothing different from, you know, about you that's different about me other than, you know, you you decided to just chase your dream or whatever we both have the same you know background we both have the same level of training and if you can dedicate yourself to that military training that same mindset that same i'm not going to quit mentality is what you need to succeed in life outside of the military so take that move forward and be successful in that case you know i that that's that's why i love being involved with veteran powered films because It knocks down all these walls and stereotypes and shows everyone, veterans and civilians, that we all can can be successful or we all aren't just a label.
0: Like refocus or repurpose that passion that you have in the military into something, you know, new and creative. Um, The civilians, Hiram, that you have worked with on set who may not have had a lot of experience working with veterans have you seen sort of that shift in their understanding of what a veteran is and you know their their way of being able to i know when i first started the scuttlebutt sp- talking to a veteran i was like what do i say what do i ask and it wasn't until i sort of really realized like oh they they had a job like me and i could talk with them about their job like it became a yeah. lot easier for me to just chat
1: the the, the thing the, the one thing that i noticed that civilians truly appreciate and love is the work ethic okay it's this see in in the military we have we have this mindset okay it's get the job done by mm-hmm. any means necessary get the job done right we ha- we all have a mission I'm not going to tell you how to accomplish that mission all you need to know is we have to accomplish that mission right mm-hmm. and so when civilians work with veterans right especially in this industry you could be on set a camera breaks something happens it it, it doesn't matter what it is we are still with the same mindset to get it done right so like in in the Marine Corps we have we have our saying um semper fidelis which means always faithful right but we also have another saying which is <laughs> semper gumby always flexible okay it, it's it's just it's just like in war you know it's like, once you cross that line of departure everything just goes to crap right but you yeah. have to adapt and overcome it's the same thing in this industry you know you can have your shot list and everything set for the day and the moment you start filming camera breaks god forbid an accident on set or whatever but we still have to make the day we still have to do this we only have this location for you know x amount of hours or whatever get the job done by any means necessary get the job done and veterans they have that mindset and they're willing to jump in there you know veterans get on they you know it's funny veterans get in trouble on set because everything's unionized and you know you can't pick up a table without whoa whoa, whoa," (laughs) right a veteran's like, I don't care. Let me let me just do this. Let me do that. We we, we got to keep moving forward. We got to get this. We got to get that. You know. So you know. But the civilians I work with, they love having vets on set because it's like, hey, if there's a problem, if there's a vet there, problem
0: gone, problem solved. <laughs> Let's just move forward. Is it harder to hurry up and wait in the military, or is it harder to hurry up and wait for film?
1: Um, <laughs> In, in, probably in the military, you know. So, <laughs> well, it's
2: more, it's, it's more fun on set because you've heard it and wait, but you're you know shooting the shit with each other and you're having fun, especially if it's a bunch of veterans. You're just telling war stories or whatever. But in the real in the military, it's a
1: little bit more boring. I'd say. It could it could be boring or it could be like nerve wracking because if it's if it's like yeah. all right, hurry up and get to point A because we're getting ready to launch the attack to point B now. Just wait, everyone's nervous. You know, like you got that nervous energy. I'm about to do something. You know the you know it, it's life and death stakes at that point here you know it, okay hurry up and wait we gotta wait for this the, the you know this airplane is passing we gotta wait for sound or you know this I'm like okay i'm just used to this and then like julia said it's just downtime you know and then yeah. with you get a bunch of vets together they're just you know that's when <laughs> trouble ensues and you're cracking dirty jokes and everything else so it's 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 more fun <laughs> on set to hurry up and wait
0: to to spin an actor turn there's much less stakes yeah there's much less stakes on the film on the film yeah. side the, um, the
1: civilians are freaking out and the vets are like dude relax no one's dying <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about Tango Down uh is this uh what 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 type of project is this for veteran powered films feature length uh is it a short film what what type of film is it okay. um,
2: Tango Down was our first practice projects and okay. um, it's a home and we did that that was our very very first project that and the concept worked and we proved that veterans can work together and mm-hmm. and make a, a badass project and not only that but that inviting a bunch of veterans does save lives because we got like a lot of mess- messages and um, that the project saved their life which was really really cool mm-hmm. um, and the first project is homestead it's our first ever feature film that we're trying to get off the ground and we just filmed the trailer for it so hmm. it's going to come out in a couple of weeks really hoping that people can go in and watch and like or dislike if you don't like it but just watch it and help us get the click so that we can try to raise money for this feature film so that we can hire more veterans
0: can you tell me more about what the story is or is that still Hiram. sort of under wraps
2: uh yeah a little bit Hiram do you want to do you want to take this
0: sure
1: so the story is about a um a father played by myself uh who uh, uh he he's overprotective of his family right rightfully so due to past trauma with the family and he is taking care of his family up in the woods in uh in a homestead, right yeah. And uh one day his naive son goes out uh, and he brings back in a uh, stranger that he helps out played by julia <laughs> and uh we don't know too much about julia you know but mm-hmm. lending help to her also brings unwanted uh dangers to the house and uh now i'm in a position where it's like okay i have to protect my family but also now i have to fight off these uh uh these dangers that yeah. uh, have been following julia <laughs> they're
2: basically creatures they eat people yeah. Oh. Fine. These these creatures that yeah. Post so. apocalyptic
1: film where uh uh these human beings actually evolve into these creatures that you know and they go around and they 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 It's
2: not a zombie
0: film though. It's well, not a zombie film. No,
1: yeah, not, not not a zombie film. They uh they they tag you <laughs> and and they <laughs> follow you back and try to they're they're very smart. You know, they don't just attack you right yeah. there. You know, they they follow you back to the rest of your colony, and try to have a bigger meal. Oh <laughs> yes, se. sign and me up big, for that. That bigger well, don't, don't sign me up for my... getting
0: eaten by an alien. But no, 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 <laughs> no, no, from... no.
1: <laughs> that bigger meal is my family, my, right. my remaining family. So, I'm I'm not too happy about that. You know, with my son, and I'm not too happy with Julia bringing that danger to my family. <laughs> oh.
0: it's, it, it, it sounds exciting. Uh, so you, you may have heard it here first on the Scuttlebutt. That's going to be coming soon. Uh, excited to see the trailer. Uh, we'll definitely get that out. You'll see the links here uh, in the chat. Um, but uh, I, I want to go back to something you said earlier. And and just, and other than the sort of the get it done mentality that you learn in the military, uh, this is a question for both of you: How do you think the military sets you up to succeed in the film industry? Other than that, uh, you know, get stuff done. Uh, yeah,
2: there's so many. iron like said everything changes all the time, so you have to have perseverance. Is probably one of the biggest things. Um, a really thick skin and just focus on the mission. And um, things always come up, so you learn to improvise, adapt, and overcome, and make do with what you have, and just just get it done. And that's mm-hmm. so. That is like 90%, <laughs> you just gotta keep going and you just gotta keep trying and you just gotta keep staying focused on that mission. A lot of the veterans come trained like already, and then, um, and then the film set is set up in a way that it's kind of similar to the structure and that there's like a chain of command, there's like different departments, department heads. So you understand that kind of discipline and structure coming in, you understand leadership, which is huge. Um, I, I learned how to lead. In the Marine Corps, and that was what transformed me as a producer, as a film producer, and now wow. I I feel very comfortable with that because you're managing like you know easily a hundred people or supervising or dealing with um partners um, around the country as well.
1: Yeah, and as Julia said, you know the thick skin aspect of it, you know, and in, in the military, really? you know, especially in the Marine Corps, you know, we have the hardest drill instructors in the world, you know, just ripping you apart and destroying you and building you back up to where you need to be, you know, by the end of your training. And it's, you, it's that same mentality, that same mental and physical toughness you need to, to be successful in this industry, just in life in general, you know, you you will be faced with a million no's before you get that first yes. And, and, you know, it's just, it's just that, that persistent mindset that is always going to push you further, you know, get you over uh, that hump, you know, push you past that, um, that finish line. And then in the military too, we, when we, during training, we train you to know the man in front of you's job and the man behind you his job, right? And it's so you take that same aspect, that same mindset into the film industry, you know, and we 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 want the veterans to come on set we want them to to have that curiosity to learn everything on set you know because it makes them a more valuable team player so if they're you know shadowing the the cameraman or 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 or, or the grip or whatever something breaks down hey i know how to do that i know how to do that and it yeah. just makes me want to continue working with that person because they have that hunger hunger for knowledge you know and it's like damn that's that's somebody i want on my team that's somebody i want to take you know, on every set, because if God forbid something happens, that's the guy that's gonna, you know, have my back and help me resolve this issue so we can move forward in accomplishing that mission.
2: Yeah, and then there is also that um, idea of learning to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. So, you know, in the entertainment business, there's, you never know what's going on. It's like, it's always like the, the wild frontier and you're always trying to figure things out as you go things change all the time so learning to become comfortable with the uncomfortable has been kind of a big one for me and I'm like I don't know what's going to happen I don't know but this is what I want to do and I'm just going to do it yep
0: I love this like sort of holistic approach for veteran powered films like you'll come in and you're not just going to hold the boom mic you know you can learn more than just that and if you're open to it and you, you know, want to learn, it's there. And and Julius, reading your bio, that's sort of how you started, right? Just shadowing. Yeah,
2: actually, I started. Oh, yes. Just shadowing people. Yes. Yeah. So I actually um, studied chemical biomedical engineering in college. and never thought I could uh, make a living in the entertainment business. Um, and then I just got lucky being an actress. And then when I was an actress, I, I felt like my brain was rotting. <laughs> like, I feel like I could do so much more. I'm like, well, I did not get straight A's in school just to, like, Memorize lines for the rest of my life. So um, that's when I realized I actually want to write and create and direct. Um, and then, you know, there's so many jobs you can do. You mentioned from boom mic to sound to gaffer, electrician. I mean, you name it. There are people who paint movie sets right? If you're a writer, you can write, you don't even have to write a script, you can write like a a song that, you know, might go into um, the film. Um, If you create props, are you good with your hands? And then we even work with businesses who, I mean, people who want to sell chocolates for, you know, a living and they get their chocolates promoted or featured in our, our scenes. And so there's so many, so many creative ways that you can contribute to a, a movie idea.
0: And uh, Julia, uh, you know, as, as you sort of like make your way around it, and having helped build veteran powered films, what does it mean to you to, to see it come to life, to see it really you know, blossom into what it has become?
2: Um, I go through these roller coasters of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is actually happening and it's working. Um, especially when I get messages from veterans and there were a few veterans, um, especially in Tango Down, Um, and there was one on our current project homestead it comes to me crying saying that this project saved their life or you know they were ready to settle and give up everything and this project inspired them to become sober lost 100 pounds or go after what they love and live again like it it's very overwhelming like i get goosebumps even talking about it right now It's, it's a really cool feeling um very humbling um and you know, I, I'm very thankful because we, you know, cannot have been gotten this far without all the support of the people who loved us and loved the veterans. And so that motivates me to work even harder, um, to make this, um, successful so that we can deliver on our promises to the people who have supported us.
0: Hiram, same question to you as you sort of are on set and you're seeing this, this working and does it, does that really it's give you a sense of accomplishment. Like this, yes, this is what we wanted. It, it it does because you know, like I'm not, you know, you get into this business, or at least
1: I get into this business, you know, like what why why did I choose to 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 pursue acting and, and, and writing and producing? Because I, I, I truly believe there is no other job more influential than than this you know like you, you you work in politics and whatnot that's that that's like you know from a seat of power they create the laws and whatnot but in hollywood you 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 sit at a seat of influence you know the movies and television stories we put out there in the world influences lives cultures you know whole societies and whatnot and i it gives you an opportunity with all the negative stuff in the world you know to to, to put out stuff that 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 changes people's lives for the better you know you know and so being a part of that when you when you look around and you see someone you know flourishing who never thought that they could do this you know and lives are changing like julia said yeah. people reach out and say hey you know i I I had a great time on set, you know, or, you know, I honestly was thinking about taking my life and then I met you guys and we worked on set and we did this or I stopped drinking, you know, because I worked with you guys and I lost 100 pounds and I'm looking forward to this and like that's what it's all about, you know, like we influenced you to do better because at the end of the day, we all want each other, other to win, you know, we all have the same background we're all brothers and sisters we all bleed green you know you know it's 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 that one team one fight mentality you know and i i want you to be as successful as possible i'm your biggest cheerleader and you know you look around on set and you see that and it's like i'm happy man
0: that's so awesome
1: to be a part of this
0: knowing the film industry and, and myself and knowing sort of the acting industry, it's so every person for themselves, you yes. know, like, you know, and to have that community, that support uh, of people that are like, we're here for you, we're cheering for you, legitimately, yeah, um, legitimately. Is, is very rare. Um, so any any veterans who are interested in acting, uh, and, and what you both just described, I have a couple questions based off that. But uh, first, I want to get to any veteran who may be listening to this podcast and think, man, I've always wanted to get in the film industry. How can they get involved with veteran powered films?
1: Push them to our, uh, really <laughs> <chat>. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> well, watch, watch our trailer. Um, Cause that will help. And, um, you know, we're getting started and Tango down was the grassroots. It was just getting started from nothing is really, really hard. And mm-hmm. there's so many nights we're trying to pull together. I mean, just trying to get, you know, props and set deck. I ran everywhere around town, fought tracing after Craigslist posts to try to build this set. It's hard, Hiram helped and everyone jumped in. And so we, we asked that people help watch our trailer and help give us those clicks so that we can use those numbers to try to raise the money so that we can actually have a feature film to hire them, hire everyone and bring, you know, bring more people together. So yeah, reach out to us. We can stay in touch, Veteran Powered Films, we're on social media. And then you can also reach out to Hiram and myself. Um, My Instagram is wingtime and I'm sure you'll post it in. There And Hiram, is Hiram A. Marie. Oh, oh, veteranpoweredfilms.com and our trailer is gonna be on youtube.com slash veteranpoweredfilms.
0: So going back a bit to what you had both described uh, about that satisfaction of of, of seeing this come to fruition, Part of that is the therapy that veterans have received in in being able to dip into their passion or art. And uh, do you do you believe in that, that we've had so many people come on the scuttlebutt that said, I write, that that really helped me sort of work through a lot of, you know, the things that I was dealing with or, you know, I got into acting or got into sculpting or I go out and I, I hiked the Pacific Rim Trail. You know, they found that thing that sort of helped them to sort of like find themselves again. Uh, have you seen that on set? Have you seen people use this this art filmmaking uh, to really bounce back?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's people that came on and got inspired, so then they started pursuing cinematography. A couple finished film school. One is a film director now. One is a stand up comedian, and we have a lot of people who started getting into fitness. So just seeing the inspiration of that
1: the the whole pursuit of of their passion. Okay. Mm-hmm. When when you sometimes fear is the biggest killer of everything. It Absolutely. kills more. It it kills more than cancer. It kills more than anything. Fear is the biggest killer of everything, right? And so when 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 not just veterans, civilians in general, you know, when when people you know succumb to their fear, right? When they when they when they're scared to to pursue their passion, you know, it 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 it, it it's 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 so saddening. It's so Disheartening. But when vets come on set and they see other vets and they're like, you know what? F it. I'm, I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna pursue my passion. I'm gonna do that. That that drive, that wanting to, to 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 you know, just accomplish and chase down that passion that propels them to success. And I always tell them, and I was like, as long as you hold on to that passion and you just keep chasing it and chasing it and chasing, they're going to be freaking dark, rainy days, but you just maintain that passion and you will, and you will be successful. You, you, will, that, that whole persistent mindset is all based on that passion and you and the love that you have for something, whether it's like you said, hiking trails or doing this or being a cinematographer, you know, all, all nothing in life worth having is going to come easy. Right. But it's that passion that you have that's going to keep you after getting knocked down. It's going to pick you back up. You know, it's it's that whole mindset of, you you know, the the harder you hit the the floor like a ball, it's the higher you're going to bounce. It's just I got to just keep going and going and going and going and going and just maintain that passion, you know. And so, like I said, when you see. Most of the time, like our, our human mind, our human physiology and mindset set up, we're, we weren't made to be, you know, just by ourselves, right? We, we have a pack mentality, right? And that pack mentality also is that if I see some someone else do something. I can do it too. You know. You know that that that's part of our training too. You see other people. Okay, he ran that extra mile. I'm gonna push myself to do it. You know. You don't run faster unless you have other people chasing behind you. If you're by yourself, you're like, ah, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But when you see ten other Marines running next to you, okay, I got this. I got this. Well, it's the same thing on set. If I see another veteran, you know, pursuing their dream and think, okay, well, if he could do it, I can do it. You know. Yeah. It's that passion, just keep doing it and and watching everyone else around you. And it's a support system, you know?
2: It's not just for the folks that are interested in transitioning into an entertainment um, business. There's also people who are just trying to figure it out. Like they come from the military with a good set of skills and a good resume, but they don't know what to do in life. And some of them are just kind of like lost. Maybe they haven't found their passion yet, but they come to set and we say, okay, your mission is to decorate this room to make it look like you know a triage room or whatever your your mission is this and through that process of focusing on one thing they get to channel their skills and everything but in the process they also meet a lot of people they see what's going on and their creative juices start to flow and then they start to think sometimes they start putting two and two together and they're like oh well maybe i can do this with my life um, or maybe I can, you know, and, and so then they start like all these light bulbs start going off and mm-hmm. and it, it gets them from a place of just sitting at home on the couch depressed to suddenly realizing like there's so much going on in this world. It's, so, it's such a big world and there's so much more that I can do.
0: And I think something that most people may not seem to realize, especially about the acting side of it, is how much life maturity it is needed to become sort of a I think a, a solid actor because you're put into uh, so many different situations that you have to imagine yourself in that are difficult whenever you know you're very young, you know me going into like my freshman year of college into acting, I didn't have the life experience to be able to play some of the roles that I was being handed and didn't quite understand. It. I could imagine it, I could figure it out, you know play the uh, play the objective, the scenario, uh, you know all of that, but the the life maturity that veterans bring to a set and bring to a script uh is so far beyond what most people have so they're able to adapt very quickly i think i would feel uh and maybe you could correct me but i feel like you were handed a script and that you're able to pour that life expect like that that life maturity into it
1: you you, you no true words were said no true words were said i i always tell people you need to live life okay in order to to be your authentic self bring authentic, authenticity to a script because it's it, it, it's it makes a difference, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're given a script where okay you're, you're you're a soldier and you're you're coming back home, you know and it, it's just okay, that's on the paper. but with your life experience right okay well I I am a soldier I came back home, but I'm also a father, you know I have kids and whatnot. I know what it's like you know to be estranged from my family like you' you're, you're putting so much onto this character. And it, it, it's, it's what's on the paper, what's not on the paper, you know, and as actors, you know, doing what's on the paper, okay, that's nice, it gets you on the list, you can read or whatever, doing what's not on the paper is what's going to get you the job. Mm-hmm. You know? and, that, and that's what people have to understand. It's like, I want to see you. I want to see what you bring to to to, to, to the pay, you know, to, to this character. You know, we see the same character, we see the same actors come in, you know, and and everyone, if I see a hundred actors, you know, maybe 95 of them are all going to do the same exact thing. But those five who have lived life or whatever, and like, okay, I'm gonna sprinkle this on it because you know I'm a dad and this and it's a different aspect. It's like, oh, that's the people you want to watch. Oh wow, I didn't think about that, you know, mm-hmm. because you've lived this life you know so live life it you have nothing to lose and everything to gain and only enriches you as a person you know when you have more life experiences
2: yeah if you're struggling if you're going through pain if you're in darkness don't feel like you're alone actually think of that as power power that you have because other people are going through the same thing and they're struggling and they're silent and if you bring that that experience you bring that to to the camera or through your songwriting or even just being a person as a counselor from one friend to another you're going to save lives you're going to help people because other people are going through the same thing yeah. so uh, i would extend that to not just being an actor but being a songwriter being a musician being a director you know etc
0: I loved being on, you know, the opposite side of the table in the audition room, and those five people that you described would make you stop making notes and look up and be like, "Oh wow, like something's really happening here." And that, like, that would just all of your focus right on them uh, for what they're bringing into the room for maybe those two minutes that you know yeah. that they're just pouring themselves into it. It's like I loved those moments. Um, uh, one of my last questions for you here is the influence that that key word that you that you said, um how responsible do you feel in veteran powered films to supply influence for what civilians as we said much earlier in the program civilians perceive veterans to be and and giving them because having that position of being able to provide that influence and provide that sort of image how how responsible do you feel in in creating the most authentic veteran you can on film um it, it's it, it's a I feel
1: very responsible and, and 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 it's a great honor to have because like I said I want it's an honor to my brothers and sisters because that's who they are mm-hmm. you know the world paints one narrative and it's not fair okay they see us as 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 broken as you know we're 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 deranged crazy whatever it is and that's not the truth yes There are stories like that, you know, and even in those stories, they don't even explain how someone gets to that level, you know, all the stuff that they went through to be there, the treatments that they're going through and how they're trying to combat those issues and how hard it is, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's whatever looks good on camera, you know, so when you have the authentic stories to tell, you know, and 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 the mission is to change the narrative to show us that we are human beings. We have all there that we 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 are multi-layered, multi-complex individuals who aren't just one thing. It's 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 a high honor and and something that I strive to do because my brothers and sisters deserve to be represented authentically. So I I, I love that. Juliet you
2: know, I same. personally, yeah. You know, on Veterans Day, I go into Denny's or whatever, and I'm not wearing that ball cap, and I don't have a beard, and I don't look old, and I'm not a man. So, people look at me and like, "What's
1: at me? Like, well, what's going on?"
2: Like, <laughs> yeah, well, well, the veterans discounts are only for veterans, or you know, mm. I, I've met so many people who are like me, or maybe they come from different, you know, countries, and they just want to serve. Like, I personally wanted to serve because my whole family was killed in a genocide, and I'm so grateful to this country for the freedom, and I know a lot of other people feel that way, and they don't necessarily have that image, you know, And then I walked into an audition once at the height of my my physical strength. Like, I was, I felt so strong, and that they, they looked at me, and they're like, you don't look like a Marine. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of people that are so sweet, and doctors in the military. You have, you know, people that and 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 they struggle. They struggle with separation from the family. This sucks. They struggle just like anybody else. Um, And so we're hoping to be able to give a lot more uh, service members that voice and that appreciation for who they are as individuals. So I, I do feel responsible. I don't know um, how much we can achieve, but we're going to do our best.
0: Awesome. Uh, I want to thank you both uh, for coming on the scuttlebutt Uh, boy I I, we covered a lot of ground in a very short amount of time but uh, I'm so excited for where veteran powered films is going, Uh, maybe you could give me sort of an idea of like you know you have this next project, is it to just keep keep on chugging away Uh, get into um, uh, into the theaters uh, and release something uh, big budget.
2: Now we have um, the feature film and then we're writing several others. I mean, the biggest limitation is the lack of funding. And so if we can get any kind of funding for any projects, then we can, you know, then we can move forward with um, pursuing this mission. So um, we have a web series, we have other feature films that we're writing. Um, the Homestead is our first completed, uh, getting really good reviews in on Coverfly as well. And so yeah, the goal is to hopefully make it and be um, able to hire and cast veterans throughout the process.
0: How can someone donate to your mission?
2: You can go to veteranpowerfilms.com. and um there's so many ways that that you can help. Uh, even if you own a company and you want to do in-kind donations. If you want to provide some chairs or trailers or <laughs> anything at all, um, it's, it's tax deductible and uh, we can give you an in-kind receipt as well. So, um, but yeah, any way that you want to be involved, any way at all, just reach out to us, betterempoweredfilms.com.
0: And actors always need to eat. And I will say, having been on a, uh, a major motion picture set, you don't eat as well, ever, anywhere, as opposed to a major motion picture set. That is some excellent food. Uh, I've been on cruise ships that don't hold a candle to the major major motion picture sets. (laughs) They're a lot of fun, those food trucks. Um, Thank you both so much. Really, I appreciate your time for coming onto the Scuttlebutt. Um, To our audience, please look up Veteran Powered Films um, and please like, share, subscribe, and ring the bell for the Scuttlebutt on YouTube. And if you have any questions or would like to somehow be connected to Veteran Powered Films, you can reach out to me, Sean, S-H-A-U-N at veteransbreakfastclub.org. I'd love to leave you both with the final word here.
1: Uh, listen, I just want to thank you so much for, uh, you know, allowing us this opportunity to speak on this platform and to everyone out there, please go out and, uh, support us, go to our, um, website, all our social media and thank you. And for veterans out there, reach out and just maintain that passion and keep plugging away. We got each other's back.
2: Um, Thank you, Sean, for having us on this podcast and thank you to everyone who took the time to listen. It really means a lot. So for us right now, you know, just trying to start this, uh, every click helps, every share helps. So please watch our trailer when it comes out. It will be on YouTube and the links will be on our social media as well as our website. And um, I hope that you guys can reach out and and join us in in any capacity possible. It'd be really, really nice to have some uh, more of you guys out there, because we're all kind of kindred spirits. we're all family. We all speak the same kind of language. So thank you, everyone.
0: Thank you for watching this episode of The Scuttlebutt. I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Tobacco Free Adagio Health. Uh, Tobacco Free Adagio Health has been supporting the podcast for quite some time now. We've been so pleased to be uh, supported by them. They are dedicated to reducing and preventing tobacco use and getting the word out about the hazards of smoking and secondhand smoke. They're all about health, so they want people to quit. Uh, They have classes, nicotine replacement therapy, and a popular quit line, 1-800-QUIT-NOW. They also educate people, children especially, about tobacco use from cigarettes, cigars, pipes, chew, snuff, and other nicotine products like vaping. And finally, Tobacco-Free Adagio Health advocates for public and private policies that ensure healthy places to live work, and play. You can learn all about what Tobacco-Free Adagio Health offers at tobaccofree.adagiohealth.org, or you can check out the two Scottlebot episodes that featured Tobacco-Free Adagio Health. We had a wonderful representative come on to the podcast, talk to us about all the classes and therapies that they offer. Uh, It was one two wonderful conversations, so I definitely direct you to both of those if you want more information, or just call their free quit line, 1-800-QUIT-NOW. Thank you again, Tobacco-Free Adagio Health, for your support.